Institute of World Mission podcast. You're listening to the show for Adventist cross-cultural mission enthusiasts. My name is Alex Ott, and together with the IWM team, we invite you to join us today. This podcast is a production of the Institute of World Mission brought to you with support of the General Conference Missions family of ministries and services. Hi, friends. Quite often, working on a podcast episode, I am tempted to mention, for example, how wonderful is the fact that the summer has come, especially right now, looking in the window, or make a similar, more of a local type of comment. But very quickly, friends, I am reminded that in the global field of Adventist missions, we all may be, not just maybe, for sure, experiencing different weather patterns, different holidays, different seasons. But yet, despite all the differences, I know we are united by the Lord of missions, by the one who we are all hoping to see come soon. Jesus is the one who has found each of us and gave us a privilege to be involved in his missions. Isn't that an amazing thing to know and to be involved in? We are also united by one week. We enjoy the Sabbath together across the globe. It is a beautiful time to both serve and worship, as well as regenerate, or perhaps maybe listen to another IWM podcast episode. By the way, what is the favorite time of the week for you to listen to one? When do you listen to the IWM podcast? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Is it rather the beginning of the work week? Maybe the second half? Immediately when it comes out every Wednesday? Maybe when you get a notification email and then you go ahead and listen to one? By the way, if you don't get notified about new episodes, it's easy to fix. Just go to iwm.adventist.org forward slash podcast and sign up for weekly notifications. But yes, come back to me. Let us know what is the favorite time of the week for you to listen to the IWM podcast. Yet, let's get back to today's episode. Today is my privilege to not be the person who does the interview. The interviewer behind the mic today is my colleague from the Institute of World Mission, Millie Castillo. Millie teaches teens at Mission Institute programs and is a communications coordinator for the Institute. Millie brings today to the mic her friend Ava. Now, Ava was a participant in the last Mission Institute we held just a few weeks ago in Greece. Now, if you are a TCK, which stands for third culture kid, if you're one yourself, or if you're a teenager, or if you're a parent who is taking a teenager through a time of transition and adjustment to a new culture and a new country, this interview is especially for you. Now, if you don't easily or readily identify with any of these three realities, but if you have teens who are going through cross-cultural adjustment anywhere near you, friends, you will draw insights that will empower you to be a blessing in those teens' lives in this interview. Now, with that, on to Millie and Ava. Welcome, Ava. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Ava is a TCK. Now, if you're not familiar with the term TCK, uh, it stands for Third Culture Kid. This term was first used by Ruth Hill Osim in the 1960s 
and it was defined by David Pollock as an individual who, having spent a significant part of the developmental years in a culture other than the parents' culture, develops a sense of relationship to all the cultures while not having full ownership of any. Elements from each culture are incorporated into the life experience, but the sense of belonging is in relationships to others of similar experience. TCKs are sometimes referred to as global nomads, cultural chameleons, cultural hybrids, etc. Being a TCK has many benefits and many challenges. And today, Ava is here with us to share her story and to help us understand the benefits and the challenges of being a TCK. Ava, can you please tell us a little bit about you? I'm 13, and I'm, I lived in New Zealand for 12 years, and then I moved to Indonesia recently, and I've been living there for like half a year, I think, and uh, I've made some friends there, some good friends, mm -hmm. and I'm really happy there now. Good, that's very nice. Now, remember your life before moving to Indonesia. Okay. How was how was it before the move? Uh, it was it was going really good. I was like I I was almost going to high school and I had a best friend, her name's Natalia, and we we're really, really close, like seven years um I've known her. Mm -hmm. And I loved my school. It was a little bit weird my school, but like <laughs> <laughs> it was a good school. I had good friends. Um And I had some cats, and I really love my cats. And I had lots of family members would go there, would go to their house for like Christmas, Easter, all the family, family stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, my life was pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, and remember the day your father came and told you you were moving. How was it? Oh, well, um, I, I knew that we were probably moving because, like, um, half a year before I knew we were moving, he said, we've, we could be moving to Indonesia. And I was just like, oh, that's cool, because I was young and I didn't really mm -hmm. think seriously of it. But then when the day, when the day came when he told us we're moving to Indonesia, I was really shocked It just, well, it didn't really feel real at first, but then, yeah, I was really confused about my feelings. Yeah. But then it started to all hit when we started moving, giving our cats away, and, like, booking tickets. <laughs> That was really scary. Hacking. Yeah, hacking. Yes, yes I, I can imagine. Um, so, you moved to Indonesia, and I imagine that you had some, some ideas of how Indonesia was like. Did you look it up in the internet? Um, I mean, we sat down as a family and we watched lots of vlogs of people in Indonesia and them trying street food and going to really cool places. Mm -hmm. But they didn't show all the bad stuff. Like, <laughs> when we first got there, it really smelled bad because <laughs> in New Zealand, it's, it's like clean, fresh air. Uh -huh. Then I came to Indonesia and it smelled horrible. There's <laughs> lots of cars. I've yeah, there's lots know. of cars and... And it was really hot, and it was only nighttime. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, and then, like, the thing they didn't show on the vlogs mm -hmm. was when you go down the streets, um, <laughs> there's, there's, like, drains everywhere. 
Oh. And it smells horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really picky about smells, sorry. <laughs> and so you, you, yeah. Yeah, you didn't imagine that part being like that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I also didn't imagine... I mean, I knew that I'd get stared at a lot for, like, looking different. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> when I didn't, like, know what was going to happen, yeah. <laughs> I just kind of, like... Just didn't seem real, like uh-huh. was in that kind of stage. And then I, we went, me and my mom, we went on a walk. I was in shorts and short sleeves, and it's not that appropriate in a Muslim country. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're walking to the shops, and, and there was like people staring at us the whole time, and then we even got whistled at, and Did oh, you... it was really scary, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah. Did you figure out that it was because of the clothes you were wearing or, or um, you didn't know exactly what, what I they were still staring? Can't, I, just, I still don't know if it's like the clothes or mm-hmm. um, me looking different to everyone else. Mm-hmm. But I think be, they whistled because I was wearing shorts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it made me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't wear shorts out anymore. <laughs> uh, now, when you came to Indonesia... You knew you were coming there to live. Um, were you were you wondering about the school? You know, did you know what school you were going to, or were you mm. looking for schools? How was? I, I didn't know what school I was going to, and I was really really nervous um, to start a new school because um, I don't go up to someone and start a conversation. They have to come up to me and start a conversation first. Mm-hmm. But we looked at lots of schools. Well, not lots. I mean, like, a few. Mm-hmm. And the first one we looked at, it was really expensive. And it was, like, in this building with, like, no outdoors. Mm. And, and the guy showing us around was really boring. I'm like, oh, I don't like this school. <laughs> so... Um, We, I mean, we did look at that as an option, but we didn't end up going there. I didn't mm-hmm. end up going there. Then I went to look at another school. Mm-hmm. It was a school for, like, everyone was Indonesian there. and <laughs> So it must have been a, a local school, or was it an yeah, international? It wasn't. It was... It was like everyone was Indonesian, but they spoke English. Oh, so it wasn't, uh, yes, international yeah. school, but mostly Indonesians. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, if everyone was looking at me there, because I looked different, so I didn't really feel comfortable there. Mm-hmm. But then I went, I went to another school to look at. It's called Australian International School, mm. um, AIS. It, it's a great school. <laughs> um, what made me want to go there was when I was getting shown around, there was this one girl... Um, who gave me the biggest smile and waved at me. And then she was, like, acting really silly around her friends, mm. just like my friends were back in New Zealand. It reminded you. Yeah, it reminded me of home. So um, we, I go to that school now. And it's, oh, uh, so you ended up going to that school. Yeah, and I became friends with that girl who gave oh. me a really big smile <laughs> and stuff. But yeah. she ended up leaving, oh. like... Yeah, my other friend also ended up leaving. But <laughs> this term, I found some really good friends who are staying till the end. Yes. Yeah. Now, is this the same the same um, educational system as your as you were before, or is it um, different? It's different. In mm-hmm. New Zealand, I was doing the Cambridge one. Oh. And this one, oh, I can't. It's a different curriculum. <laughs> yeah, it's different, and 
I, the math, it's like I didn't learn what they were learning in New Zealand, so mm-hmm. I was a bit behind. But I'm catching up, mm-hmm. <laughs> still catching up. <laughs> and yeah. Yes. So I imagine this being an international school and speaking English, do you have a chance to learn um, Indonesian language? Somehow? Yeah, um, we have Indonesian class. And there's beginners, um, the people who, there's the medium people who are uh-huh. still learning, but are better than the beginners. Okay. And then there's the intermediate, oh, it's intermediate. who oh. can fluently speak it. Okay. I'm in the beginners. You're okay. Well, you just got there. I'm yeah. sure you, you will soon learn. And it's so important that you learn um, the language. Yeah. Um, because then you can make even more friends and you can communicate yeah. in, in the language. It would be really helpful. Oh, yes, I'm yeah. sure. Now, where you live, the, the place where you're living now, um, is it mostly international people or is it uh, Indonesians that live around you? Is it a compound? Or? Oh, well, I live in Jakarta, um, Kamang, and Kamang, yeah, it's... There's a lot of local people. Um, you'll occasionally spot someone who's like from America and um, other places, <laughs> um, but it's mainly Indonesians. Okay. Yeah, and we're looking for an apartment at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm sure that learning um, the language will help you even more to communicate when you're once you live there. Um, yeah. Surrounded by Indonesians. Now, being a TCK. You uh, moved, and you have um, a chance to get a lot of kids that have gone through the same experience that you have, and I'm sure you've talked to them. What would you say is the hardest thing that um, for you, leaving New Zealand and then coming to Indonesia, and maybe to your friends too? Hmm. Um, what I think was the hardest was like um, leaving all my family behind except for my mum and dad and brothers. Yeah, and, like, leaving all my friends and having to... It's, like, basically a whole new start. Mm-hmm. It's And just the changes, I, that's really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> leaving my family was really hard. Family, yes. I, you have a big family, I, I imagine? Yeah, I have a big family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, some Sometimes when you leave your family... There, you know, there's ways to communicate with them. When I was when I was younger, we used to write letters, <laughs> and that, that took a long time from you know from one place to another. But now, you know, you can communicate through um, email or FaceTime or iMessage. So, what do you do to keep contact with your family? Well, um, with my family, we usually FaceTime once in a while. But with my best friend Natalia, I count her as family. We text each other all the time, and we're really, we're still really close. With your friend? Yeah. That's very good. Yes, you keep contact with them. Yes, I was going to ask you. So you are now that you're learning a little Indonesian. Um, are there any words that you know how to say? How do you <laughs> say hello? <laughs> uh, hello is this hi, like H A I. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I can say like simple stuff like good morning, salam et pai, salam et malam, good night. Uh, I can say a few basic sentences like 
Halo, nama saya Eva dan saya suka kucing. Oh, that means my name is Eva and I like cats. Oh, of course, if cats are important to you, it's good to to yeah. you know, say cat. Oh, so um, going back again to your school, um, how many how many um, classmates you have in, in your classroom? How many uh, in New Zealand or in no in, in Indonesia? Oh, well, uh, since it's like an international school, there's not many kids. We have two homerooms. Um, in my class, there's, I think, like 13 okay. kids. And the, the, is the teacher also for an, an international teacher, or is oh, it my, a local? My homeroom teacher is Indonesian. Mm-hmm. She's really nice. <laughs> She's, like, the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Okay, so um, when you came to Indonesia, you found a school. Did that make you feel, you know, better that you at least knew that you were going to a school? Yeah, it did. Cause like I went f- through like stages in Indonesia mm-hmm. where I, where I felt really happy. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing! And then you I liked went, it at first. yeah. And then I went through like, oh my gosh, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> And I was in that time where I hate it here, I want to go back, when we were looking for schools. But then I found a school, AIS, and I, I was like, mm, I could make some good friends and stuff. And because mm-hmm. I really miss, I, back then I really missed having friends to hang out with at the malls and stuff. Yes. And then I went to my school and I was happy again <laughs> because I had friends to hang out with. We could like go to the movies and stuff like I used to do in New Zealand and I started to feel really good again. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you know that um, when we transition from one place to another or even from one age stage to another, there's always a hard time that we go to, but then later it turns good again, right? So. We, call, we, we compare this with a bridge. We call it the transition bridge, yeah. right? So at first you're happy because, you know, um, things look interesting in the place where you are. Um, you start getting to know people and you feel excited. But then there's, there's a little uh, stage there where you feel sad again because you remember, you already saw the new things that you needed to see. You already met some people around and so there's nothing new anymore and then that's the time when you feel a little bit down okay mm-hmm. but then you know then you start seeing you found a school you start making friends you are getting used to the food you're getting so it turns you know again into a, a, a happy time and after that there comes a time where you actually feel that you are at home believe it or not you will feel that um, so it's normal. It's normal to feel, you know, some, sometimes happy, then you are sad again, then you're happy. But um, once you start making this place your home, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll feel good again. You're, you will never stop missing your, your, your home, like, you know, Sealand in this case. You will always remember that. And it's good that you keep contact with them, okay? But um, a time will come when you will feel Indonesia like your home, okay? So, being a TCK... There are some challenges. We've uh, talked about the challenges. Now, what do you think are the the best, the good parts of being TCK? 
Oh, what do you think? <laughs> I think it's like, I mean, sometimes this can be a bad thing, but I consider it as a good thing. Like, having something that most kids don't, like, you, you've you seen s- stuff mm-hmm. that they haven't because, like, um, <laughs> different cultures and a better understanding of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, in New Zealand, I had no idea about the Muslim culture and stuff. And it was just like, I got to come to Indonesia and learn all about it. And I think it's really cool. Yes, to yeah. learn different cultures. Um, how about languages? Yeah, yes. I, I think it's really good that I can almost, well not almost, I'm still getting there. Yeah, but you um, can, yes, understand yeah. some words. And, yeah, yes. it's really helpful. And stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and also, how about meeting people from different parts of the world? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's really cool in an in international school. My, like, best friends there is Malaysian, Indonesian, and Vietnamese, and they're amazing, <laughs> and they're, like, different, but the same, because mm-hmm. we all, like, fit in together. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's quite cool. Yes, you all have something in common, right? Yeah. Because you all are... Um, from, from different parts of the world. You share the same experiences. Yeah. And that is really nice. What about the traveling part? <laughs> <laughs> you get to travel much? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. In New Zealand, I didn't travel that much at all, besides to go to Australia to visit some family. But here, I get to go to so many different parts of the world mm-hmm. that I like wouldn't have ever gotten to when I was in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gotten to go to Greece. Yes. <laughs> That's really cool. Yes. I've always wanted to go there. And mm-hmm. I know we're going to more places, and I'm really excited about that. Of course, yes. You get to meet friends here in Greece as well that have yeah. come you know, through the same experiences, and they're also travelers. Well, you know what? In the Bible, there are many stories of kids that grew up as TCKs. Daniel, Esther... Isaac, Joseph, their stories show us that God has a purpose for their lives and that he's preparing, uh, he was preparing for them great things in the future by allowing them to live in other cultures. How have you seen God guiding your life as you have moved from, uh, uh, in a, from New Zealand to Indonesia? I think, like, there's a lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, I think... Um, him placing good friends in my life to help me get over my sadness <laughs> mm-hmm. and a cat I love cats so yes. much and he gave me a cat that I found then lied about it to my dad um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, why did you tell him? <laughs> um, well I found the cat at my brother's school because we go to different schools um, he's not in high school yet mm-hmm. And um, it was so cute. It was just a little kitten. fell asleep on my lap. And I I just had to bring it home. (laughs) So so I I carried it, because the school's like two minutes from our house. Um, I I carried it in my arms to my house. And I just gave it food. And then my dad came in and he saw the cat. And he was angry. I just said, oh, it um, it appeared right in our garden. <laughs> Although we have a big fence. <laughs> um, he 
believed us for a while until Harry started to notice. Harry's my brother who goes to that school I got the cat from. He started to notice. He goes, wait, this cat looks a lot... This cat looks very similar to the cat I saw at school. (laughs) And my dad was just like, um... (laughs) Yeah, so, um... Um, he he wasn't that mad that we lied because mm-hmm. the cat made me really happy. Mm-hmm. So but I'm glad he he enjoys watching. Yeah, you, I know he has a soft spot for the cat. Of course, <laughs> and you know he's glad that you're happy in yeah. your place. Uh, it's it's so nice to see how God takes care of the little things in your life. You know, yeah. he provides uh, a cat. Yeah, and and friends that he knows are important to you. Um, you know what? God still prepares uh, boys and girls to serve him cross-culturally, as he did before. The same way, you know, he prepared the Bible TCKs. By the way, do you know who the greatest TCK was? No. Any idea? I have no idea. Jesus. Uh, Jesus, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Jesus was the greatest TCK because he left his home in heaven where he had everything he could wish for and came to this world full of sin um, I'm sure you know he it was also smelling it was also um, hot when where he came so. but he left all this because he needed to come to this earth he didn't have a nice house here he was poor he faced reje- rejection I'm sure he didn't have many friends either betrayal and then he died but was was that all worth it mm-hmm. of course it was yes it was and we're so blessed to be TCKs today you know um, we're following Jesus's steps and it might not be that easy at first um, you will go through transition process you will face some hardships some anxiety some stress but we know, and you know, you are feeling it right now, that things are getting better, right? Yeah. And we know that in the end, um, God will make it right, and, and you'll be happy, and you'll be blessed. And the experience of being a TCK, it's an experience, it's an amazing experience. And I'm so glad that you were able to be here with, with us today, and you were able to share your story. Your story will, will um, benefit many other TCKs that will listen to you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you, Millie and Ava. This was a blessing personally to me. Amy and I, we have two sons. One is a team and full blossom going on 17. And another one is getting quickly to become an early teen as he's going on 12 in a couple of months. Generally, for all of us parents... Or teens ourselves, if you are one and listening, it is possible to adjust and enjoy our cross-cultural experience. Now, friends, this podcast is not a standalone ministry. It's more of a voice to a community that we form together. We are a community of Adventist missions practitioners. If you identify yourself as part of this community, We invite you to take the next step in the life of this community. Now, it can be a small step, but still, one step nevertheless. You can give back to this community through a number of ways. Let me suggest three today. Number one, 
share IWM blog articles or podcast episodes via your social media accounts. Not always it is appropriate. We're, we fully realize that. Depending on the context where you serve, it may be appropriate or not. But if it is, then they say sharing is caring. Just a few days ago, we attached social media buttons on all podcast and blog pages. It is now easy to share. Just click of a button away. Second, comment on podcast episodes or blog posts. Special shout out to Maria Sangranis. She left a small thank you note to the last blog post that just came out yesterday. But I am sure Millie and others who worked hard on that post felt good about that comment. Thank you, Maria, for being a reader and truly caring. Comments can also be used for questions, opinions, suggestions, and simply for further additions to a topic discussed in an episode or a blog post. Whole conversations can happen in the comment section. So we invite you to participate. Third, I speak of this often. Give a personal recommendation. You know someone who would enjoy today's episode? Send them a link to this podcast episode. The Holy Spirit can do great things through those small acts of caring that we perform. Friends, it is a beautiful summer week for me. Hope it's just as blessed for you, whatever season you find yourself in the world. My name is Alex Ott, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.